we get taught that life ends at the edges of our skin and that's it. But it's actually, once you learn to expand beyond that, you realize that life is everything and energy is everything. You're listening to This Life Explains It All. With the creators of Vera, your guide for navigating a conscious life. We're Stefania Romeo and Catherine Griffiths. This Life Explains It All was created out of belief that our life experience is our greatest teacher. And as soul sisters and intuitives, we've spent the past decade completely obsessed with better understanding our minds and our bodies, all while running a mile a minute with busy careers as leaders in the tech startup world. On this podcast, we are bringing you the insights and lessons that have changed our lives with the thought leaders, healers, and dreamers behind them. We're discussing wellness practices, healing methods, and experiences that get us to think differently about life and live empowered. Whether you want to uplevel your health, your career, your relationship, or going through changes to your life path, this information can help you get there and let you know that we're right here with you. We believe life isn't meant to be lived linear, and no matter where you are right now, you're right on time. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review or share it with a friend and hit subscribe so you never miss a show. I love our conversation with today's guest, Vipka. In this episode, we're talking about everything from healing anxiety and panic attacks to how you know if you have energetic gifts and how energy healing can lift the weight we're often carrying and what it feels like when career isn't aligned with you and your path, and so much more. Vipka is a psychologist turned energy healer and is an expert in acuenergetics, Reiki, yin yoga method, and meridian theory. She also founded Yoga Time Studio, an energy healing school. Her energy is so beautiful and calming to be around. I met Vipka at a Reiki energy healing course led by her, and it was so incredible to learn about the power of energy work, and I was just inspired by her story. Yeah, she has a really interesting background. She was born in Germany with energetic gifts and intuitively learned how to use them, all while dealing with a parent struggling with addiction. She spent years as a successful organizational psychologist, but felt that it didn't really align with her life purpose. So she listened to her intuition and created a space for healing others through working with energy. And in turn, she healed herself too. She can tap into other metaphysical dimensions, which is really fascinating to hear her describe. She also talks a lot about how we can tap into our own intuition, everyone. If you enjoy this episode, please leave us a review or share it with a friend. Well, welcome, Vipka. Thank you. It's so nice to be here. Thank you for being on the show. I mentioned this in the communication with you, but I've been so inspired by you and by taking your, especially the Reiki level one course. I just got so much out of that. It wasn't just Reiki training. It was so much more and your energy is so beautiful. So we're really happy to have you on the podcast and just hear more about you. Yeah, thank you. I feel really honored to be here and to speak to you and to your listeners as well. So I'm really excited and uh, yeah, really, really grateful for the opportunity as well. Amazing. So let's get started. Yeah. yeah. We'd love to start out with your background, just yeah. reading about you on our own. You have such an inspiring story. So can you talk a little bit about your yeah, background? Yeah, absolutely. Love to, love to. So I guess I just start back in Germany. So that's where I'm from. 
yeah, I'm born and raised in Germany. I came over to Australia when I was about 30. I've been living here now for about 13, 14 years. I guess I was born as a, as they call it, as a sensitive child. I always was a bit more introverted, a little bit more shy, a bit more affected by things mm -hmm. on the outside. And the way I was raised back then also in the school, like that's about like 20, 30 years ago. So now it was seen as something more negative. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I was a bit more ashamed about it and I, I wasn't quite sure where to put all these emotions and feelings I had. So unconsciously probably developed quite early anxiety. And so my whole body and energy over the years, while I was a child up to my teenage years and then my early 20s, kind of felt a bit more contracted. So now looking back, that's, that's what I can see and what I can feel. My family upbringing was both. So it was, there was a lot of love, but there was also a lot of worrying and anxiety from my parents as well due to their upbringing. And so often we pass it on to lineage, to lineage, to lineage. And then... My father worked away a lot and my mother, she struggled a lot with alcohol. So I guess I was kind of raised by an alcoholic mother, mm. but still with, with she, there was love and care. However, she was unable to cope with certain things in her life and that affected her in a way. And so she um, chose alcohol to kind of deal with things. And then that affected me and obviously being quite sensitive myself and that on, came on top of it. So what I learned through that, I guess the bright side of that is that I learned very early on to read signs, like to be very sensitive to energies, given, for example, when my mother was drunk, like I had to kind of, you know, feel into it, what kind of mood she was in, or it kind of like even fine-tuned me more for the work I'm doing now. So mm -hmm. it's really interesting. But it clearly had a, had a massive impact on initially on my anxiety and my, my panic attacks. Then they started to come out quite clearly when I was maybe, I think the first one I had, I was like 16. And then all the way through till about, I was like 22, 23. And it became like really, really contracted so much that my physical body actually started to respond And I then like had these panic attacks and I just thought, or my mind was just thinking, you know, oh my God, like, am I going to die? Do I have a heart attack? What is this? So I started to go to physical, like to doctors, to GPs. And luckily after a while, after they all figured like it's all, you know, you're all healthy, nothing is with your physical body. I had someone who uh, recommended for me to see a psychologist and that was something really new. So Ironically, I never thought about it and, and no one in my environment thought about it, that it might be a good idea for me to see a psychologist. And then so I decided to do this. Uh, yeah, I remember sitting in that practice and you had to fill in this form about your life and, and you know, what your history and why you're there. And I remember filling in like it was like an A4 form. And I, I think I've written like five sentences and not knowing anything. And so went in and it was like this whole kind of like really, I was sweating so much. And I was so nervous. And every session I had with her was like, honestly, I went through like hell in a way, but yeah. it just all came out. But then after that session, I talked to my friend and she also went to a psychologist and she said like, oh my God, yeah, when I had to fill in this form, they didn't have enough paper for me to to write all my history down. And then I'm like, oh, that was so interesting because I was so, this is what I mean, like that energy, I was so contracted and stuck yeah. that it literally couldn't come out. So like for me, five sentences, I thought that's enough and that's fine. So I, I only realized afterwards once I talked to someone else that 
actually you could have written probably a little bit more and yeah. um, that was already just a sign of what was actually going on for me on the inside and then working through with her and, and just kind of talking about my experience through my childhood and then finding also healing with my mother who then you know once my father passed away like 10 years later or so she actually stopped drinking completely so she doesn't drink anymore at all and our relationship is really beautiful so that has kind of all you know like even his death had a good outcome in the end because it kind of motivated her then to stop drinking and and look at the more light side of life so yeah so that that kind of was that journey and that's when I started to really get into more into my body then as well so once you know I could let it all out the bodily symptoms my anxiety started to reduce a lot and mm -hmm. I started to do a lot of body work a lot of healing work so I was I guess also again lucky enough that those things that it started really really early whereas now I have friends they are now in their late 30s or early 40s and they now just start with this and they, they go through anxiety or, or some you know major life issues or decisions and they, they now start you know what I feel like I've already been through it and I've been lucky enough to be on this healing journey from a very early age which now enables me to I guess, feel what I can feel and sense what I can sense and then and work with other people who, who might experience similar things and kind of, you know, provide like a, a very grounded, safe space, I guess, for them to unfold and for them to heal. Beautiful story. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's, so, it's, it's really beautiful. And even like, how did you know when you were a kid, how did you know what you were feeling was different? Like, what did those energy signs look like to you? Yeah, I mean, so one thing I've, I forgot to mention is also my auntie who was a Reiki master. So so when I was born, basically, she was already in my life. And I was, again, lucky enough to be raised with that beautiful healing energy. So she was always there and supported me, even if it was just over the phone, for example. When I had exams or long flights or something, she always sent me distance Reiki and it, it really helped. Or when we had operation or my dad had his operations, she sent Reiki and he really felt the, the healing effects of it. So it was always already in my family, that kind of belief of, you know, there's something beyond our physical body. Right. So I guess a bit more of a spiritual path, even though through there was suffering in the family but there, there was like this belief of yeah something beyond what we can't see and yes. maybe not explain so yeah. that was really beautiful I guess the way I've started to notice it is it started with dreams so I had from very early on connections to different dimensions and throughout my whole life but you know, when we are in bed or when we are sleeping, like that's when, you know, we, we start to become a bit more open to things. And often if you are well connected, you know, things or beings can be there and can start to communicate to you. So that's, I guess that's what I've experienced. I've never questioned it. I haven't also really talked about it when I was little so much to people only now later to my healers and mm -hmm. obviously people who have this, the same experience so just being able to sense I guess that's how I, just being able to sense things and and different energies so I don't know if that answers your questions now but yeah that's really fascinating I've never had that happen to me before like I can sense things around me but actually I haven't seen anything so I was just curious to see how that works I know that you had a different experience yeah 
really now since I've been a little bit older, I have started feeling it a little bit more like as a child. And I look back now at some of the things that experts on this say about, and I really related to what you said about being a super sensitive kid, because I would just sort of like pick up on energy around me, take it on. And in certain spaces, I would feel really comfortable or really uncomfortable, even if I was alone. And it didn't really have to do with the like with the people that I was with or seeing, it was sort of just picking up on a space. I even remember going to bed when I was a kid, like I knew I wasn't alone in my room. I wasn't open to seeing what was there. I would sort of like avoid it, cover my head with the pillow. Like I did not want anything to do with it. And now since I've been doing some work on myself and more open to it, I've sort of been feeling it. So I haven't seen beings like with my eyes, but I have, well, I've had a couple of sort of dream-like things happen, but sort of more just sensing, like a sensing and knowing. I even have this thing that happens, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, when I'm going through something or shortly after someone I care about passes away where I'm in my bed at night and there's sort of this like warm energy that comes and my whole body's tingling and I'm just like, I'm not alone right now. I guess, so I share that context and I'm curious, like, what did it feel like for you? Because I was a kid, I was quite young. I didn't have that, you know, the, the layout of mind, I guess, in, in order to make sense to it. Yeah. So, so the experience you described being a bit scared or not sure about it. So it was quite similar for me anyway, suffering from yeah. anxiety. Yeah. So, you know, and there were good and bad experiences mm -hmm. as well. So like I, I had... I guess you call it nightmares or like where I, where I felt like I, I woke up and I heard there was this very loud tone around like a, like a loud noise. Yeah. Like, you know, I tried to open my eyes and I saw this gray being uh, sitting like at the, at the edge of my room and I, I, I could not move. That's been repeating till like in my mid late twenties, mm -hmm. I would say and I, like not very often, but it, it comes back. But then also very beautiful experience where like those two little beings started to fly to me and they they're literally with their with their hand they have this inviting gesture to to come you know come 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 mm -hmm. with us and and then before I went with them I they released all my fear so that was a very incredible experience like they knew and so like it was like I could just float and they kind of helped me to release all my fear and it was like this massive gray matter coming out of my body it felt like for hours yeah. and it was just and then after that was gone I just flew off with them and they showed me their world and they showed me their dimension and it was just, just really really beautiful yeah and yeah did you feel like or did you ask for that or did, was no. it something that just happened yeah it just happened so yeah. it was very beautiful so I for me I really because the thing is the way in particular when I was brought up which you know like I was born in the mid 70s so like it's you know people I guess you know, now people are a bit more open and, mm -hmm. and there's a, it's a bit more of a, you know, school of life. Like, you know, I was never exposed to really spirituality other than my family with the Reiki mm -hmm. and the things we learned in school was like really like kind of black and white things. Right. Um, yeah, really kind of, I guess, was lucky. And I really, really believe that, you know, what we are teaching our children or we get taught that life ends, you know, I always say life ends at the edges of our skin and that's it but it's actually once you learn to expand beyond that you realize that life is everything and energy is everything and you know yeah we are in this body but we, we're stepping out into the world and 
you know, I'm not able to breathe and live without the trees. Yeah. Right. So I'm not, we are not able to live without the ocean. So life is actually, you know, that's the beauty of it. So once you, you have that and, and you see that it, everything expands and everything becomes so joyful and alive and you lose the feeling of loneliness. And, um, yeah, I just feel like it's, um, such a gift yeah. to be able to expand beyond the edges of our skin, beyond those borders, and then really kind of drink in all the life that is around us, in particular nature. I feel very strongly about that, yeah. I can feel energies off of people and know when I get drained by a, a person or yeah. know when I feel really good. I, I have that type of energy, but in terms of connecting to that other world, how can somebody do that yeah. if they don't naturally have it? Yeah. So it is something, it's, it's certainly a skill and it's certainly something you can develop. I would say, you know, if, if I, if someone would ask me and I would give them some advice, I probably would say like expand what you're already naturally good at. So if you are a visual person, you know, sit down and meditate and do a lot of visualizations. For example, if you are a tactile person, you know, sit down and meditate and just do lots of exercise where you can kind of like, you know, expand your energy body and you can really feel into that. So for me, I think it's really like a meditation practice, strong meditation practice, and it's not something that you can develop in like a, you know, it takes years to do that. But having really like the discipline, if people want to dive into that world to, to really do the practice, do the spiritual practice, do the work, you know, once, once you have it and when it's, once it's part of your daily practice, it's incredible. And you'll be able to feel and to sense and to experience so much more that's out there so yeah so like I think for me it would be meditation is number one and then you know as you did like expanding into Reiki doing different things you know just exploring what's out there even like you know yoga is trying to get into your bodies and just starting to work with your breath pranayama exercises and and all these things and you, I think you raised an interesting point like when you said like you know go oh, I'm sometimes drained or I'm affected by the energies or so like a lot of people I work with they the one questions I always get asked is how can I protect myself or I feel like you know can there anything bad happen or like I feel when I'm with that person, I feel like always drained or, or anxious or angry or whatever it is. So they are, there are certainly techniques you can learn in order to, you know, um, strengthen your boundaries or strengthen your auric field or, or clear your auric field after you've been around certain persons or personalities um, because that's all their stuff as well, you know. And so sometimes it can just kind of mingle up a bit. Yeah. So in the regular level one, we've done a few of those exercises and just kind of yeah, learning to walk through the world with an open heart and being open, but at the same time, kind of the ability to draw inwards and have a bit of a protective shield around yeah. you, you know, but, but while you have that still being open because we don't want to shut down because that's when we are not connected anymore. Right. So it's like more about your own boundary in that situation versus the other person. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And then the one, the one example I always use is like, you can imagine like if you see a fly screen, for example, so just mm -hmm. imagine yourself being behind a fly screen. So there is some protection there, but there's still, it's permeable. So there's still some, you know, exchange and it's not a wall or a window or something. It's like a fly screen. So like that's, if you, you know, that, that kind of protection. So you still have that some sort of exchange and, yeah. you know, openness, Yeah, but, but there's that, you know, you're safe. I was just thinking, I actually felt that happening with a family member. 
but just felt that shift of the boundary. So it's not like this person can't be in my life. It's just that from doing more work around like Reiki energy healing or just looking into myself more and strengthening that I've just noticed such a difference in there's a gap of space between us. So it doesn't feel so overwhelming when, you know, I talk to somebody who might be dealing with their own stuff. So I feel like that's, it just resonated with me so much what you said. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's really important as well. If you want to, if you want to go down that path of energy or energy healing, you know, to be kind of diligent with your own practice and your own energy hygiene as well. Yeah, it feels like that's also kind of like stepping away from that sort of kind of victim mentality that I think we can all have sometimes where it's like this person drains me, I can't be around them or this situation and bringing it back to the boundary, I feel like is so powerful. So, and that's really when we're free, I think, yeah. you know, like once we've mastered that, we're actually completely liberated Yeah, because you can, you can just rest within yourself. Yeah. And of course there are people we want to be around because they make us feel light and energized, but we're still kind of our own master and we're not getting, you know, like not getting pulled around so much. Yeah. I've heard that spoken about uh, something related lately in terms of us being able to feel whether it's an emotion or something happening to someone else that we don't even know because of that connection. How do you think about that? Yeah, absolutely true. Yeah. yeah you, you, and it's, it's the same, and we might have all experienced this. You, you know, you're here, you're living here from the States, and you thought about a person the next day, that person called you, for yeah, example. Yeah, that happens to me all the yeah, time. So what is that? You can, is that yeah, that? it's really powerful or you are in a room and suddenly you feel a shift or change in the energy and you turn around and someone entered the room or you, or just right. by sun, you know, or you, you're single and you're in a room and suddenly this guy walks in and you can feel, you know, like it yeah. just changes, you know, so it's, and that's, that's, that's exactly. So you don't, you do not need to be in the same place. So like we are still connected through that same field mm-hmm. and it's very powerful once you figure that out and like, particular if you have a strong, so that, you know, the theory is that we are all connected through energetic cords. And then like, you know, our partners or parents or whatever it is, we have like really thick cords and, and that's a, that's a strong connection. So if something happens to your loved one, you know, at the other side of the world, then you, you will certainly probably kind of be able to sense that, or maybe you have a visualization or you just suddenly think about that person. And I do believe really strongly, like if you start to think suddenly about a person and you continue to think about that, maybe just check in and just follow that intuition because that's, you know, we, we do have that. We are, yeah. you know, we have that. So we, we just, I think that taps all to fi- to continue to, to walk down that path. So yeah. just fine tuning that skill. What about premonition dreams? Because I, I have them sometimes. It's more just a feeling of a feeling that, something is happening to a particular person and then like a vision almost yeah Yeah. like a vision like I can see what's going on and then two days later and it's only people that I'm really like strongly connected with yeah like in that energy way and then two days later they'll typically call and say oh this happened what do you think about premonition? Yeah, James? I mean, I've, I've just, funnily enough, I just spoke to someone who uh, wants to hold a workshop here about dream work and, yeah. and lucid dreams. I mean, I, I don't know too much about it, but I do, again, I believe because when we start to dream and when we when we're in our sleep, that's when we start to tap into our subconscious. And I would think, yeah, there is certainly some truth in it. 
I understand that you were a practicing organizational psychologist. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, Before doing yeah. this work. So can you talk a little bit about your journey from that work to what you're doing now and how you kind of made that shift? And started to, as corporate often does, like started to burn me out a little bit. Yeah. And I got caught up a bit in, in that world. And I think that was in 2013 or so. And then my my private life as well. So I just went through some struggles and, and, a, and a big relationship breakup. And so I, I guess I was kind of lost for about six months. And like literally was at the at the verge of burnout. And then luckily I had another good friend. And that's what I, I really believe you kind of attract those people into your life and, and them they're there for a reason at the right time. So she suggested to me, why don't you take like a like a break from from your work for six months and just go out and, you know, just just do something else, leave the yeah. city, see how you go. Because I was, I guess, kind of unhappy for some time. That really helped me and that was very life-changing for me. So then after that and experiencing the healing effects of nature in particular, so like I've, you know, that connection, I then decided really to quit my corporate job. Then that's when I've done my yoga teacher training. And then from there, everything fell into place. So literally from the day I finished my yoga teacher training, I got an offer from the studio I've done the training with to start as a teacher there and then all the other studios and and suddenly I was teaching full time and it was no effort at all for me to find places for me to teach Mm -hmm. you know and then the space became available and I'm like oh my god like so you know should should I do this or not and then it and and that's all it was from there and then over the last I think three years or so I think I've then more and more incorporated my energy healing and my Reiki experience as well into this. I still do a little bit of corporate work, so I haven't turned completely back to it, but it's more freelancing and uh, and more and more like kind of bringing back the human aspect into the workplace. So I try to talk to my clients a lot about mindfulness and meditation, stress recovery at the workplace, those kind of things. Yeah. yeah. Has there been that you can remember a really transformative experience with energy healing or any type? Because I know that there's a few that you specialize in in the healing realm yeah there was this girl so I was uh, on a retreat with this yoga studio in Bronte and I I helped the owner on that retreat and I was I was teaching and and giving the yin and reiki for Mm -hmm. for the time of the retreat and there was this girl from Switzerland and yeah there were about 20 people in the group and so that was our first yin and reiki class and so yin yoga is a very restorative yoga practice and people just lie for about five minutes on the floor and so while they rest in their poses I'll come and put my hands on their body so usually it's uh, chakra related or you work you know around joints where lots of meridian entry and exit points are and so when I came to her I remember I just I put my hands on her and I closed my eyes and then suddenly it was like, it was a real shift. I could just see it. So there was this like, like again, like a gray matter and it, it was almost like a gray round ball or so. It's really hard mm-hmm. to describe. So I, I sensed straight away that there's something in her field, which is not hers. Yeah. So, but it was, it was too short because given there are 20 people and I had to move on, it was too short for me to stay and to sit with it and to work with it. And so after the class, she walked up to me straight away and she said, oh my God, like I've had the most incredible experience. I really felt like when you put your hands on my body, something lifted off me for a moment. 
And so I didn't, I didn't say anything. And she said, are you, can I book a treatment with you? So then we booked in. So I went back in Sydney, maybe like two or three weeks after. And she came and we had a, a one-on-one healing session. It was very powerful for her. So that whole energy and whatever that is, like it's very individual and unique for everyone, but it's like some sort of energy. It can be from, you know, an ex-partner or it can be from an event or it can be in traumatic events. So like we're mm-hmm. holding all these things in our pain body and we call it like the pain body. And so I've worked with that and I, I, I shifted that whole kind of gray matter around and out of her body. So she described afterwards like a like a real sense of transformation and lightness. And interestingly also, because she was from Switzerland and while I was giving the treatment, for some reason, always the word brother came up like it was like a like something and so after the treatment I've like you know suddenly asked her I said oh so do you do you have siblings and she says yeah yeah I have a brother in in Switzerland and I said oh when did you speak to him last and she says oh I don't know maybe a few months back and then I said oh well maybe just check in with him next few days see you know how he's going and she said, why? And I said, well, it's nothing to be concerned about. Like, but I feel like, it, you know, his energy has been coming up during our healing treatments. And then that was it. And then she went traveling and literally like a week later, she WhatsApp me and she sent me like this massive long WhatsApp message about wow. her experience. And she said like, oh my God, thank you so much. My brother was actually in hospital. He had a, um, he had a tonsillitis, nothing too major, but he, she didn't know. Right. So he was in hospital and had the operation that's when she checked in and, and that's when she found out. So I just got chills. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so that was very, that was very transform- transformative. But again, it also shows, and it, it has nothing to do with me. It's more like, you know, also obviously her strong connection to her brother. And then it's just about being sensitive enough to be able to read the fields right. and to, to receive. We all can learn this and we all can do this. Right. It's just really fine tuning our intuition and being able to tap into that. And how do you know if there's something like that's blocked, like that's in your field that's not supposed to be there? So I think you, like if you are someone who wants to come in for a treatment, you probably wouldn't really know. That's that's when we start to get anxiety mm-hmm. or panic attacks or we can't sleep anymore. We start to get sick all the time. So that's, I think that would be probably a sign. Or when you just start to, you know, for example, when they talk about depression, it's like like a heavy blanket kind of lifts on you and you can't get it off yourself. So like that, right. that th- those kind of sensations. So it's more feeling anxiety and depression. Yeah, it's more, it, it then- will, yeah, or just like feeling lethargic or just something that's been there for some time and you, for some reason, you can't really shake it off. Mm-hmm. Are there things that we can do outside of, working with you or working with a healer in a session that might be something small if we're feeling off one day in terms of like a small exercise we can do in the morning yeah yeah absolutely like I mean there are many many things so like again I would start with meditation and and yoga and breathing exercises just to work with your body Mm -hmm. and your mind I think the one thing that my go-to, because I, mean, I still fluctuate as well, you know, like even, yeah, or, you know, it's just part of life. Like, right. you know, one day we feel like this, the other day we feel like this, and it's just, it's just all part of it, you know? So right. my go-to little healing fix is the, the Hawaiian prayer, the Honoponopono. It's a very ancient Hawaiian prayer, so it has a very deep spirit to it, and it's just like a three, four mantras, and the way it goes is, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. So, and you, you repeat those 
four phrases and the way you do it, you really find a quiet space. You, you sit for a few minutes, just focus on your breath. And then it's either nice, you can sit or you can lie down, but hold your hands on your heart and just really tune in and just really, really start to repeat that prayer. Right. I'm sorry. Love you. Please forgive me. Thank you. Over and over and over again. And it literally starts to lift it off your chest. It's incredible. And there's a whole history behind this prayer and Beautiful. why it's powerful. But I think that's the one I would totally recommend. You can Google it. It will come up. Yeah, and, we'll um, link it for yeah, the show. So it's a, it's, it's a very powerful practice. It's very life-changing. And it's a, it's a real kind of go-to. Mm -hmm. And then anything like visualization. So you can kind of, if, if it's a situation, for example, or if it's a person or ex-boyfriend or whatever, and, you know, sometimes the energetically we feel is like, you know, almost you can see yourself lying in an embryo position on the floor like this and being really vulnerable and then kind of visualizing how you actually start to get up and you stand up and you grow really tall and proud and big and you start to shine your light. So like those kind of things, yeah, right. they're really helpful. Trying to shift the vibration you're in, you know, when we are sad or when we're, you know, anxious, it's we're in a certain vibration of our body. So what we want to do is we want to find exercises and little tools and techniques that allow us to kind of break through that and then lift the frequency up a bit so mm -hmm. we start to feel a bit better. Are there ways that someone could sort of figure out or know that whether a physical ailment or maybe discord with someone in their life is being caused or influenced by imbalance of, of energy? I guess what I'm interested in is how might someone know or identify, okay, what's going on with me right now may actually be energetic. Okay. So I th what I think what happens then, there are a few steps before that. So because often people, we are not our intuition, we are not trained enough and educated enough mm -hmm. that that might be the problem. So what we often do is we, we ignore it and yeah. uh, and then at some point we end up at the physio or we might end up at the doctor or in a hospital or so, right? Yeah. But I do strongly believe, again, like it's the intelligence of the divine and, and the yeah. whole web working here. So I believe if you're on the right path and if you're open, the universe will lead you to energy healing. For example, I have this student who recently joined the yoga studio and he is a boxer, so he's training for a fight at the moment. He's a you know very tall, very muscular man, and all he has done his whole life is like strong physical workout and exercise, and uh, and he also had a lot of some traumatic events, and like his energy is kind of freezed up a bit. So for some reason he stumbled over this little backlane yeah. yoga studio, and if you guys would see it right now, it's like a bit of a you know fairy place. So it's yeah. a bit more of a feminine place, but he still walked in, and he still signed up for the intro offer, and he only did yin. So he just really got into the whole restorative practice, and then he met me, and then you know we started to talk about energy healing and Reiki one on one. So it was just like it, it's just on his path, and I do believe it was like you know sometimes you don't know, but I think if you're open and if you're on the right path it somehow will guide you yeah. to it. And then things will just, you know, happen from there. That's what I what I really believe. And then you will expand from there and you will hear this and then whatever happens then in the next step. Well, one closing question. What do you think that we're on this earth to do? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful question, actually. <laughs> 
I think two things. So I think the, the earth life is a gift. I do really believe that we are divine beings. And um, when you step into the world of energy, you can really feel that and you can expand into this. So I really feel like as hard life is, it is and we all suffer and we all have like traumas and, and you know, and we don't know what's still yet to come. But I do believe if you follow the path of light and the path of spiritual practice, I really think this life is a gift and our purpose here is to kind of spread the light around for those who might be on their path as well, but they might need a little bit of help mm -hmm. or a little bit of lift up and just, yeah, just kind of have it as an experience. And then after this life, you go back to our spirit dimension. Yeah. I love that. Mm. Yeah. That's what I think too. Yeah. <laughs> and where can people find you to work with you or to come to the studio? Yeah. So they can find us here right in Bondi Beach. So the studio is called Yoga Time. Uh, Yoga Time Bondi. So you can find us, uh, you can just Google or find us on the internet, uh, social media. I'm also on the website. So uh, you can find my name there, the, the complicated name. <laughs> no one can pronounce, but uh, yeah, you'll find me there for sure. Yeah. And then the Energy Clinic as well. So I've just launched that. So that's also on the website. You can just find me there and you can contact me there directly if you want to book in for a treatment. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. This yeah. Such yeah. A thanks, guys. Conversation. Really, yeah. Really inspiring questions as well. So I really <laughs> appreciate that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. And thank you for having us in this beautiful space. Yeah. As yeah. soon as I walked in, I've I've felt so calm and amazing the entire time I've been here. So yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It's so nice in here. All right. All right. Okay. Great. Thank you. Thanks. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review or share it with a friend and hit subscribe so you never miss a show.